Hey guys, today on the podcast, we have a great, 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 great grandson. He's one of the youngest elected officials in the country, and he's a man of the people. With liberty and justice for all, this is the Bechtel Test. Welcome back to the Bechtel test. Hey, em- Sophia. Emily, you prepared some uh, riveting statistics for us, didn't you? Yeah. Well, I would like to start by thanking your mom for a wonderful dinner last weekend. Shout and out to you my mom. Shut up. Simon, you, I were, wasn't you there. were off. You were off gallivanting yeah. in New York you, State. You chose not to be there. You could have come. You could have come. You decided that you didn't want to go, so I don't want to be kidding that. me. You said, I'm what are kidding. my priorities, and it was not Sophia's mother. And yeah. that's okay. But you know what I said? I said it is Sophia's mother. Right. So my priority is always mother. Sophia's mother. I was texting her all day. I was like, can you FaceTime me? Can you, like, hit me up? Can I go to the dinner, like, virtually? Can you just can let you... me say what I was going to say? Let's hear it. So Sophia's mother told me that 50% of people who are virgins at 25 mm-hmm. will remain virgins until they're 40, or at 40. Mm-hmm. Um, and that scared me. That scared me a lot. So then I went down a little rabbit hole of statistics because I'm scared. I'm scared for myself. I'm scared for my generation. Scared for me too. I'm scared for Sophia. I'm scared for all of us, really. Simon too. I'm scared for Shut you, up. Simon. <laughs> I'm most scared for Simon, actually. You don't know me. So so then I started looking things up and it it's scaring me. And 73% of Gen Z, they're not dating or looking for a relationship. That's a big portion of our generation. So Emily, what are we going to do about it? I think I would just like to say to any of my listeners, I'm available. <laughs> I, I too, no, I like. It's a new low. No, people, people, I, people have so, there's so much stigma around putting yourself out there. Yeah. I'm going to put myself out there, yeah, okay? I'm putting myself out there right now. Because okay. what other, they, I looked up on WikiHow, how to get a boyfriend. Right. As right? have I, as this, of everyone. This is what, this is what it tells me. Go out to places where there's like other people your age. Okay. I do that every Wiki single day. Wait, I'm in college. Princeton. Yeah. I'm in college and there's, and men aren't approaching me. So this is what I have to do now. It's approach no, me. Frankly, it's such slim pickings around here, and like the dating apps don't work, and it's not our fault. It's not Actually, our fault. I'm starting to think idea. it is my fault. I have an idea. It's not your fault. You're just it's adhe- my fault. You're adhering to your standards, it's and that's my what fault. my therapist says. It's my fault. That's what my therapist it's tells my me. I'm adhering to my standards. How about we do the Bechtel test, Bachelorette? Yes. <laughs> so we're gonna everybody send in, send in a video of you telling. Um, Emily, like what you like about her, mm-hmm. why you want to go on a date me, with her, me too. where you're going to take her for dinner, what you're going to buy her. It's really all about the gifts and the material possessions. That yeah. Emily well, will our acquire. love languages are all gift giving, so it's gift giving. Yeah. yeah. It's all gift giving. Um, I want to throw my hat in the ring as well. Um, of course. Please, if you're at all interested, let me know. I'll just send over the people that I don't like that send me videos. I'll send them to you. That's true. Yeah. And yeah. then for me, just send videos of why you don't like me. No, but I'm I'm very serious. If you're just just speak your truth, everyone. Speak your truth. Wouldn't it just be easier if we were all honest with each other? Guys, just say what you mean, because so many people here don't say what say what they mean. Say what you mean it's and a, go for what you want. Name, Sophia. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say Tell I, me off I, the page. Tell me off the podcast. I'll I'll tell you later, Simon. Thanks. I'll tell you later. Um, but let's get into the episode today. Let's, get into it. let's do it. Uh, today on the podcast, we have Teddy Roosevelt, his great great grandson. He's a freshman at Princeton and DC's youngest elected official, serving as advisory neighborhood commissioner in District 3D03. 
Um, he can always correct me if I'm um, wrong about any of this after we introduce him. He's a big deal, having been featured on the Washington Washingtonian, Washingtonian People Magazine Online and NBC. It's Quentin Cologne Roosevelt. Hi, Quentin. Was, yeah, yeah. Hi. was it good? Yeah, it was solid. Did I get anything wrong? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> what did I get wrong? Uh, three grades. Not, like, you said one grade or whatever. It's been a minute, so. Great, 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 great. There you go, yeah. That, um, I was not expecting you to lead off with that. That's a little, it's a little much, but, but we, yeah, can, we can keep going. Yeah, it's it was very okay, yeah. Is it true? It is. Is it true? It's clickbait. It's not the first thing I'd like to see, have mentioned, but yeah. What's the first thing you'd like to have mentioned? I'm just, you know, a cool guy, you know? <laughs> so, well, that's why I said, that's why I said cool great. Guy. That's why I said great, because you're great. Ah, yeah, well, yeah, then yeah. you should have had four grades. That's true. Great, yeah. great, great, great. Oh, great. I like that. That's him. That's him. That's him. Um, Quentin, do you need any help in the dating scene? <laughs> oh, okay, wait. Continuing our do you, conversation. Do you want yeah. us to throw your hat in the ring as well? I'll take it. No, totally. I okay. mean, we, we've been trying. Uh, the dating apps here, we. not amazing. I, I, Royal I we, sorry. As, like, Royal we. Me yeah. and my friends, we've all been trying very hard, but, but yeah, mostly me, me yeah. Uh, there are people here. Some of them are attractive. Some of them are not. Some of them are nice. Some of them are not. But oftentimes the attractive people are also... Not... Nice. Yeah. Not nice. No, no, so true. It's interesting yeah. how that works. And, that's well, why, besides us, obviously. That's why I'm super mean. So I'll just let you guys feel <laughs> in. So you put there. yourself in the other category. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, so in January of this year, Quentin, you were sworn in as DC's youngest elected official, serving as advisory neighborhood commissioner. Why did you run for ANC, as the as the as the people in the know call it? ANC. On the ANC, look at you, acronyms already. I yeah. Know. Or do you say ants sometimes? Wait, do you not <laughs> ant say or ants. Ant onk. 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 Yeah, ANC. Um, so I worked for uh, a couple of city council campaigns the year mm -hmm. before. There was like a, an open primary for my wards. Was it like DC? I was like eight wards. We have a seat on the city council. There's an open primary for the council seat, which is really rare. They usually, you know, get elected and then serve until they die. Mm -hmm. And our council member retired. And so there were like 10 people running and I worked for one of them until she dropped out and endorsed a, another person. I worked for him. And so I got really involved in like local politics, local issues there. I talked to a lot of people, uh, got really interested in, uh, especially there was two public schools planning to be opened in my neighborhood mm -hmm. and a lot of the race came down to whether or not they were going to open these schools because a mm -hmm. lot of the people who lived in some of the neighborhoods around them had you know concerns with traffic and especially with you know out of boundary children coming to school in their neighborhood which i found a little racist honestly mm -hmm. um and so i really wanted to make sure that uh people who were on the anc which was going to oversee like the zoning issues of the school and transportation issues with the school when it's when it was opened were people who were going to support it to the fullest extent they could so that's definitely why i ran for so, number one so every district has an anc uh most of them some most of them are indeed. vacant honestly i mean it's a volunteer position okay and you get uh you barely get paid it's like you can get a stipend a, a little but other okay. than that yeah so it's not something a lot of people are looking to do it's a lot of work and uh very little acclaim or pay to make up for it and so you're still doing that, like, right now. Yeah. You're ANCing. Yep. Uh, and so what's that like, and how do you balance it with, like, Princeton? Because Princeton is also not easy. That is what I have found out, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I just get, like, emails and calls a lot throughout the day, and so I try to respond to those when I can. Mm -hmm. Not usually a strict deadline on those. We have meetings uh, once a month, which are, like, our general body, like, committee of the whole meetings, and those start at 7 p.m. and can last for up to, like, seven hours, honestly. Really? Oh, wow. we, I, have, I have gone from 7 p.m. to 2 a.m. in some of these, and uh, it's not fun. We take have to take community input, and I totally mm. understand. People have to voice their concerns, but it gets a little monotonous. Are there any, the like, same. funny, like, interactions you have? Oh, absolutely. No, yeah. We have... One time we had, like, a Zoom bombing that was just really? insane. Oh, uh, Which is not fun at all. And very, is it online? It was... 
Uh, actually, there probably is a recording of it, and I try very hard not to laugh when stuff like that happens, <laughs> but it's so hard, and I'm I'm so quick to Wait, what was the Yeah. Oh, it was just, I don't know, some kids, and they, like, somehow, like, got control of the software and, like, started displaying, like, graphic images on oh, our... Oh, wow. Like, what, what images? Can we get a <laughs> What do you peek? think? Um, like graphic novels, like yeah, what, like yeah, yeah, absolutely, comic books, Spider Man, yeah, uh, yeah, Iron Heart. Um, okay, I mean, cool. as Emily alluded to at the beginning of the episode, we're not very experienced over here, so <laughs> graphic <laughs> novels is the the extent of our knowledge. Um, <laughs> I feel sick. <laughs> um, wait, so DC local government Zoom <laughs> are not very secure. They are not, no. Okay. Uh, we try, I've tried to make it more secure, but then you have trouble with people who like actually should be there and I need see. to talk are getting in, so unfortunately... Were you happy when the Zoom bombing happened because it like broke up the monotony of everything? It was a, li- it was a, it was a little exciting, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm sorry to my constituents. I do want to serve you to the best of my ability. <laughs> mm-hmm. but well, what if they're your constituents nice to too? Like, they want to be heard, yeah. and that was the way they wanted they to be were. heard. No? But I don't know. There may- maybe there were some 14-year-olds in Spring well, Valley who really... I, yeah. They were dying for some attention, right. and they definitely got it. They also or, had no play in the dating scene. No, I was... I was <laughs> they decided to come on Zoom. I was thinking that for us, like, we've been talking about, like, potentially, like, a, a live show or something. Instead of doing it live live, we could do it... Just in the D.C. local government Zoom. Oh. What do you think? I wouldn't be a big supporter of that. No? No good? Yes. No. I, I mean, you, you can have your own Zoom, and I can come if you want okay. a, a government official yeah. there. To listen, <laughs> someone to oversee. Yeah. yeah, someone to oversee. How often do you have to wear suits? Uh, I try not to wear suits because it, it seems like I'm trying too yeah. hard. So, like, at, like, conferences or stuff, like, if, mm-hmm. I've, if I've been invited to, like, be a speaker at something, I'll wear a suit. But I'm, like, meetings, like... Usually, like, a button-down polo shirt, sometimes a sweater. I'm not trying to... Like, there's one guy in our thing, and I, I like him. His name's JP. He's really nice. Uh, he always wears a suit, and it's a little in, intimidating. What, I don't want people to be in, intimidated On the ANC, me. or what? On the ANC on with the me, ANC. yeah. Mm. So you're just a man of the people, then? Sure. Okay. Um, so wait, so on the ANC, is everyone else, like, very old? Yeah, so uh, two of them are actually my friend's moms. Really? One of them actually goes here. No way. He's a sophomore. His name's Alex Kirk. And his, oh, uh, I know Alex yeah, Kirk. His, He's uh, his, on Tiger Launch. His mom is on the ANC with me. And That's then crazy. Our other, I've known Alex since we were like really young. Uh, and our other friend's mom is also on the... She's our chair. Uh, Alex's <coughs> mom is our treasurer. And then we That's have uh, another guy who has grandkids and another guy who has grandkids. And then one guy who's like 40-something. Mm. Uh, and another guy who's also like 40-something, yeah. Do they give you the respect you deserve? Oh, uh, I think so. I think they're also trying to help me. I mean, it's it's okay. it's a tough balance to strike because yeah. they understand that I also do not know as much as them. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a lot of like zoning issues that come up, and like I've never owned a house, I've never signed a deed. I, I, I do. I am pretty knowledgeable about it just because I've been doing this now for like eleven months. But mm-hmm. uh, other than that, there there's a lot that they know about the neighborhood. They've been living there for longer than I have. I've only been living there for nineteen years. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot that they know about it, and so they they do try to teach me. And there are also moments when I can teach them, which is nice. Mm-hmm. What is the campaign process like for? Uh, yeah, so we uh, you have to get twenty five signatures from people in your neighborhood to get on the ballot. Uh, and I mean, it's between like July and August. I had to come back early from like summer vacation to go get the signatures. I, I decided like last minute to run, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my whole thing was there was a woman who was on the ANC <clears throat> who's actually one of their friends, uh, and she was she was my commissioner. And she had told me a little earlier that she probably wasn't going to run. And so I was like, oh, I'll run. And then she came back. She's like, actually, I, I changed my mind. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I do, I do it anyways. And so I did it. Good. And I was like, okay, maybe I'll like force her out. And then she 
did it anyways, but she uh, changed her mind like last minute mm. and she collected all her signatures in two days and she got had like 29 signatures or something. And I went through them and I looked at them and like five of them were registered voters and the issue is you wow. have to have them be registered voters who oh. live in the district. They had just done redistricting too. So she got people who like live technically outside of the district, but like they were just on the wrong side of the street. Uh, and so I went in and we challenged the signatures and she got kicked off the ballot and that was like about it. But Interesting. So it was, a, it was a funny campaign process for sure. That is funny. Hopefully next time it'll be more uh, standard. Um, wow. And but you still like walked around and knocked on doors. And, and I mean, there, there was always the possibility in the back of my mind that she was going to run a write-in campaign, and she right. might have won if she had actually done it because she okay. was a sitting commissioner. Okay. And you know, you're an incumbent, and people know you, and she's like, you know, she has kids in the public schools, and she, she just knows people around. So th- there was always like the chance that someone was going to be sure. like, oh, here's this 18-year-old kid running for mm-hmm. office. I'm just going to try to stop him because he really shouldn't be doing this. So I, I wanted to make sure people knew that I was, you know, here and ready mm-hmm. and you know, willing and kind of experienced or as experienced as an 18 year old could possibly be yeah. this kind of stuff wait and uh, so what were those conversations like like when you knocked on people's doors a lot of people were very surprised for sure um, wait, but, so let's let's uh let's like model a conversation okay oh god okay <laughs> okay so you're yourself and i'll be someone in the district and you're gonna knock on my door and i'll be her kid that is hungry for dinner Simon, do you want to be anything? Or you are not in this. No, I just I'm gonna contribute after because I have a little story to tell. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Fine. Whatever. Uh, okay, I'm knocking on your door. <laughs> okay, he's knocking on my door. Oh, hi. Hi, my name's Quentin. I live on uh, Mass Ave and 50th Street, just a couple of blocks down. I'm running for ANC, and I'm trying to get signatures to get my uh, for my petition. Mom. My ballot. <laughs> Sorry, that's my daughter. She's going through something. She's like an angsty teen. Mom. This is this is, this is where I interview. Where does she go to school? Uh, oh, that's good. That's good. She she was recently kicked out of school actually for biting a teacher. Mom. She's 15 years old. Oh, that's tough. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, but you're running for office. You seem kind of young. I am, yeah. What? <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that it? Do I, you I lie? I didn't get the statement without a question afterwards. Um, why, why are you running? Why are you running? Mom! Why are you running? God, I worked this, for... Can, can you talk to my daughter, please? Oh my I don't gosh, know. I don't, I don't know. know. But, like, you're kind hey. of her peer, so maybe right, you can up? help oh, her out. Are, are we doing this, or are we... <laughs> We're doing this. Okay. <laughs> Hi, what's up? What's your name? She can't vote. I'm hungry. <laughs> you're hungry? I'm, hi, hungry. I'm Quentin. Nice oh! to meet you. <laughs> and he, Mom, don't vote he, for him. He has my vote. This guy's a comedian <laughs> over here. Um, thank you so much, Quentin. I'll be I'll mean. be voting for you. And wow, that was so easy. <laughs> one dad joke and it's over. Yeah. Well, the dad jokes get because see the charisma is all you need. Just because she doesn't anything. have the the kid doesn't have a dad. She doesn't and have so a dad. It, you really are filling that role, and so it's more of actually about the family than it is about you. Yeah, I'm I'm pro family values, nuclear family, <laughs> only family allowed in Spring Valley. Do you want to be her? Dad? I'm good. Oh, <laughs> thank you, Quentin. Yeah. Thanks, Quentin. Good luck with thank you with onking with that, anking. It's actually that process can be so like difficult knocking on doors. It's though. intimidating. It's so, so yeah. But like I had worked for campaigns before, so like I was very. Okay. Okay. I, I was working for. We had an initiative about a, a couple of months earlier. Actually, it had passed like four years earlier, and then the mayor and the council overturned it to raise like the sub minimum. There are like two wages in DC. If you're mm-hmm. like a tip worker. The year minimum wage is actually like five dollars, mm-hmm. and then the your basically your tips will go to make up your wage to the eighteen dollar minimum wage we actually have. And so like there was a, a campaign to like abolish the tip minimum wage and just make sure everyone gets paid eighteen dollars. Mm-hmm. And that means if you're tipping a worker, your the tip actually goes to them and doesn't go to management for them okay. to make up their wage. Oh, nice. um, and so we, it had passed like four years earlier, and it was uh, like overturned by the council and the mayor, even though it passed like seventy to thirty. Um, 
And then, so we got it on the ballot again and it passed again and this time they didn't do it. But I had like, you know, I was standing outside of like Howard University asking random people to sign the petition to try to Mm -hmm. abolish the minimum wage. So I I had like a lot of experience with just doing that. But it's tough. Like, especially like when they're so much older than you. It's a lot easier like around Howard or like in an area where they're like young professionals than like people where like, they'll be like, oh, uh, my son went to middle school with you. I'm like, oh, how's (laughs) Harry doing? Um, (laughs) I had, I had, so I did it briefly. I canvassed for someone locally in Arkansas, which is where I was from. You're from Arkansas? That's where I'm from. Yeah. And this, this guy was, he was like a dentist running and he was like the only Democrat in the state, like running, I guess, for this position. He was a representative, I think, for the, for the state. And, and so I was canvassing and there are so many, like I, knocking on doors, I had so many odd experiences. There's this one instance where I was in this cul-de-sac and I was with my friend um, and it was probably a hundred degree heat like that summer. And so we were walking around the houses and we went to this one house and knocked on the door no one showed up. We were kind of leaving. And then we saw a woman crack open the door and then shut it really quickly. And then she opens it again and she goes, uh, I th- I don't really know what you're doing here, but it looks like you're trying to um, kidnap children. I'm just going to let you know. <laughs> what? Wait, how old were you? Around. How old? I w- it was uh, right before college. So okay. Oh, okay. okay. And, and I was with my friend and oh we were like, God. what? Like, I'm sorry, we're, we're canvassing. He's like, she's like, I don't care what your excuse is. I saw you. There was a girl walking her dog on the lawn, and I saw you look at her while you were driving by and start what? laughing. I'm like, what? I didn't even know what she was talking about. And then, and oh then she says, I just want to let so you know that she says, there are a lot of eyes in this cul-de-sac, and they're on you. Cul-de-sac <laughs> 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 is scary, man. Yeah. Have you ever had an experience like that? In a cul-de-sac? Kidnapping children? Not in a cul-de-sac. I, I have had people who were like... You, yes, but not in a cul-de-sac. There was never a like, specific accusation, but there was like a, you know, they'll like open the door and you'll be like, hi, I'm Quentin. They'll be like, no, 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 that's it. And you're like, like yes, stop. I am like, Quentin. Okay, yeah, 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 sorry, have a nice day. You just walk oh, away. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Wait, and so how do you think like these tough situations with, I don't know, people in your neighborhood, um, kind of like cold, cold canvassing, whatever? I don't just know canvassing, I, but just yeah, canvassing, sure. cold canvassing. <laughs> um, how do you think that's impacted you outside of like the political sphere as a young person? How has that impacted your development? Are you like you can talk to anyone now? Yeah, I definitely, I definitely like have no self awareness, and I'll just approach it. <laughs> <laughs> it helps a lot at Princeton because especially like the first couple of months, like everyone was looking for that person to approach them, mm-hmm. and so that you, so you went to online school for high school. How has this transition from online school? to It's incredibly school? overwhelming. Really? I like. There are just so many people around you all the time, and there are all these eyes on you, and all these people have like standards that you're inevitably not going to meet. And uh, socially, it's it's a lot, man. I, I think I've been doing pretty well, but like the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, this what are these is just sta- too social much. standards? You feel like you're I don't close. know. Some, again, like we were talking before the podcast, and I talk too much, and sometimes I you do the not. Wrong thing. You do yeah. not. And oh. who's telling you? I that? think you're talking a perfect amount yes. right now. You don't. T- you don't talk too much. Okay, and whoever's telling you that. Fuck them, okay? You say, you, say this, you say the wrong thing. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes I, I can't stand like the sound of silence. So I'll just keep going. Um, and everyone, a lot of the time it's very entertaining for people. Yeah. But sometimes you say something and you don't know something about someone or like you set them off in a way. And they're like, why would you say that? Why would like I I have I have no mal and like uh, it's, it's like Occam's razor. Never ascribe to uh, malice. What could be attributed to stupidity? I'm just right. dumb. Guys. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm never trying to be mean. I just come off that way sometimes. Are you like? Is it 
Is it like you're trying to be funny and it doesn't work? Or are you just like saying things? No, I'm just saying okay. stuff. I, no, I'm, Interesting. I'm usually not trying to be funny. I just am that. Like, I'm, I'm just like, <laughs> just the conception of me as a person is silly. <laughs> so it's not, I don't need to try to be funny. Like, my existence is funny. So what was, oh. what was on school uh, or online school like? Why did you do it? And, and what was your experience? Yeah, so I was I was homeschooled for a long time. So I, I went to uh, public elementary school, like in my neighborhood, until uh, fourth grade. And then I switched to... Uh, a charter school downtown, fifth grade, sixth grade. My older sister went there, and we both got like really sick, and we had to pull out. Mm. Uh, and they weren't really accommodating. So one thing, like one thing I ran on was like I'm not very big on charter schools because they're you know they have a you have like they have margins they need to meet, mm. they have test scores they want to reach, and if you're a kid who needs a little bit more help, they're not going to be very accommodating of you. Right. Uh, and so like this, DC's like sort of gutted the public school network, unfortunately, mm. and they've given a lot of money to charter schools. Uh, and it's just a shame, and it, it just kind of sucks. But so it wasn't a great experience for us. I uh, moved, got back. We were home, I was homeschooled, but I wasn't really doing much work. Uh, my grandma lived with us for a bit. She was like a New York City public school teacher for most of her life. So she, uh, so she, she taught me for a little bit. Uh, and, and are I'm, we in middle school right now? Yeah. So okay. this is like. So I stayed back a year in the end when okay. I when I re-enrolled. But like this would have been like sixth, seventh grade. Then okay. seventh grade, like my mom died, and it was just like too much to handle. My sister mm-hmm. tried to go back to school. She was really depressed. Like falls in with the wrong crowd. My dad did not want me going to that public school. Mm-hmm. I tried out another charter school. And then uh, here's something that you maybe didn't know when you did all your research. Um, <laughs> I tried going back to school, but I had, while I was homeschooled, I had gotten really into playing the video game Pokemon. Okay. Um, oh. And I like was traveling all over the country to like compete. And really? I, was, I was the number one ranked player in the world in 2018 no! 2019. What? And so like what? I went, I was traveling too often to make normal school work. And they were like, he can't. Like, he can't just keep missing class to, to fly. What? The breaking point was, like, a tor- my, the first time I won, like, a regional competition, I, f- we were f- I went to Vancouver, and I won that one, and I, I came back, and I had missed, like, three days, and they were like, he can't keep doing this, and they were like, okay, Pokemon or school, I chose Pokemon. Oh, oh my God. God. Wow. It was like, Talk yeah, about that. It was sick. About that, I mean, like, I, I've, they, they paid for me to go, like, all over the United States. I've been to Berlin. I've been to Sao Paulo. Pokemon. The Pokemon Company International. Wow. I. Uh, yeah. Wait, so you were competing against full-grown ad- Pokemon no, adults? No, no, no. So I was... Oh. They, they have age, they, but there are a lot of those, actually. Okay. But uh, they have age divisions. And so, like, like it's, like, 11 and under, then 12 to, like, 15, and then, like, 16 and up. And so, like, wow. 12 to 15, I was, like, very into it. Wow. And then once I got older and, like, the pandemic hit, I just sort of, like, dropped it, and I really wanted to focus on school. And mm. I ended up at Princeton, which is magical. Do you still but, do it in any capacity? Um... Every now and then, I'll like I'll get really bored, and I'll be like, "What? What if I just start playing again?" But it's like a massive time sink, and I miss my friends. Like, like when I was homeschooled, like my only friends were friends I had at Pokemon, Pokemon tournaments. Okay, and so like I don't I talk to them now like on Twitter, and that's about it. And like, what's your I, favorite Pokemon? Uh, I really like Porygon two. That's oh, like a, a big one for me. That was like, how do you get better at Pokemon? Just practice. You drop out of school and just play it all day. Wow. <laughs> well, what What is the strategy involved? It's like I I sort of see it as like. It's like it's like turn based. It's you, you like it's it's sort of like chess. I see it as but like with first there's like a lot of like uh, they're like moves that have like ninety percent accuracy and stuff. And there's like a lot of variables you have to control for in your head. And then a lot of the like preparing for the tournament is sort of trying to figure out what other people might bring and what like the meta game is looking like at the time. And so like it's chess, but like your six pieces can be entirely different from your opponent's six mm. pieces. And so a lot is spent into trying to construct a team that like works well together. And you have switches and pivots and like this move supports this Pokemon and like it's it's, it's, it's a lot of time is spent. You know, like the team building aspect of it. Wow. So would you say there's like a Pokemon politician pipeline? I would not say so. No, um, oh. no, I, it's probably yeah. no. <laughs> no, it's that's not something that exists. Yeah. Uh, hey, you can create that's that pipeline. 
but yeah, so I was I was playing that for a while. Uh, then the pandemic hit and like they canceled all the competitions, and I mm -hmm. didn't like the online competitions sure. at all. So like I sort of stopped playing, and then I, like. Uh, this, this was, I guess, freshman year, or supposedly freshman year. We ended up making that my eighth grade year piece. I, when I went back to school, they were like, okay, you can start junior year, online school, and I was like, I'm not ready to go to junior year. Yeah. So I started in sophomore year, it let me take more APs, it let me mm -hmm. like get my footing better, it was definitely mm -hmm. the right mm -hmm. decision, but now I'm older than all of you. <laughs> I'm a freshman. Yeah. What was it like applying to schools coming out of online school? Like, what kind of guidance did you have? That's a good question. We, yeah, we had a college counselor. Uh, she was pretty good. Honestly, I was... Um, I, I feel bad, honestly, because I was very scared about not getting in anywhere. I was especially scared because, like, the online school, like, like half of the kids are, like, tennis players. Actually, they're, like, tennis recruits from my school at really? that here. Like, wow. A lot of the reason the kids do online school is, like, they're famous actors or they're tennis players or, you know, they, they have other stuff going on. Who's the craziest Pokemon person you went to people. school with? Um, in the class at the, so it's, it's called Dwight Global. Okay. It's, uh, it's based off of a, an in-person prep school okay. Uh, okay. in Dwight, in Dwight, uh, called Dwight, New York, whatever. Okay. Uh, they have a campus on like the Upper West Side. One of the kids is like the Prince of Greece, uh, what? which oh. is crazy. And then I had like two kids who were like in a lot of like, there's a movie called In the Heights that came out a couple years yeah. ago. Yeah. Like, they kids were in starred in that movie. That's yeah, crazy. That movie. Oh. oh my God. Uh, yeah. It makes you feel a lot better. Cause like, I'm like insane too. And like, these kids are more insane. They made me feel normal, <laughs> which is awesome. Like, there was a guy named Cooper in my class who's like the best tennis player under 18 in the world That's and now he's crazy. playing at harvard like what you, how does that compare to princeton you think it's it's pretty similar honestly yeah no everyone here is cracked as hell it's just crazy <laughs> it again i like it a lot because it makes me feel less out of place not that i'm like not, i'm not trying to like self-aggrandize but, like, <laughs> but like with my last name and stuff like just just by like the nature of my being i'm out mm -hmm. of place so here i feel a little better about it speaking of your last name <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. You're the Here great, we go. All you're right. the great, 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 and also just uh, great, and you're also just great grandson of Teddy Roosevelt. And so, how do you think your life would have been different were you not related to the former president? Um, I, I, I have no conception. I don't. I, don't, I have no idea. Honestly, what do you, what do you like about the name? What do you hate about it? Well, I mean, like, r working in politics, mm -hmm. like, there's a lot of deference given to me that I should not have as an 18, 19-year-old just because of my last name. Oh, oh, he knows this shit. No, I don't. Like, <laughs> like legitimately. Like, there there are people who will approach me for, like, an endorsement, and, like, I'm an ANC commissioner, and, like, that's cool, but, like, it's mostly because I'm the great-great-great-grandson of Teddy Roosevelt. Mm -hmm. And so, like, there's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of, like, weight that people give to it that, like, is sort of insane, and there's, like, just privilege I have, like, built into me because of it. And so, like, I, I'd say, like, the negatives, like, sometimes people want to talk about stuff you don't want to talk about there's like the whole like nepo baby conversation that's everywhere mm. now but like at this point like yeah that's me whatever it, it, <laughs> i can't really like divorce anything from it it's it's sort of who i am and I, it's hard to like imagine what my life would be like without it because i'm not sure you yeah. never know like what's playing into people's minds like maybe i wouldn't have any friends here if it was not my last name but i can't i don't want to dwell on that it's no. hard to, and i'm never going to figure it out and I think a lot of people don't actually know, like, in their heart of hearts, they probably don't know their motivations for being friends with me either. So it's not something worth thinking about. Um, <laughs> now, this is probably a dumb question, but... There are no dumb questions. Thank you, Quentin. Um, like, does, does the, does the government, like, do you have any place... But, like, does the government recognize you at all? No. No? Okay. No, it's, it's, we're not, like, a monarchy. <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately. How connected yeah. do you feel to that? To that name though and in that like lineage do you feel like is it or is it you feel like you're kind of separated from it in a way i definitely feel a little more separated than most i mean i'm puerto rican mm -hmm. my dad is not like 
I was not raised in, like, a... Like, we were kind of disconnected from the rest of my family, like, growing up. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I was not, like, raised in a way that would uh, befit, like, what you would imagine a Roosevelt would be raised mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. So, like, I definitely don't feel super connected, but, like, I still, like, we have, like, the family history. I grew up with my mom telling me stories about stuff like that. Like, it's it's, it's sort of in me. What I don't are know. some of those stories? I mean, TR had, like... Uh, wait, let me... Teddy Roosevelt. I, I want to say, <laughs> yes, Teddy, Teddy Roosevelt. TR. I might say... I, I don't, really don't want to say the wrong number here. Uh, he had, like, six kids? I don't know. Okay. Uh, but I like, believe the number is six. I looked it up earlier. Let's go. Um, <laughs> look at that. Um, and so, like, I mean, they all, like, had insane lives. Like, mm-hmm. his daughter, Alice, married the Speaker of the House. Wow. Cheated on him with another person. Oops. My cousins are descended of not the Speaker of the House. Um, he had... Bastards. Uh, uh, no, yes. <laughs> he had another... Sorry. <laughs> I'm a bastard, too, for the record, so... Were you actually? Catherine the Great. It's not a big deal. What? What? Oh my god! Oh my gosh! You're like great, 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 great. I don't want to hear it. Wait, are you actually? Actually, that's crazy. Thank you. Catherine the Great was a little insane. That's true. So was Tr. To be honest. Anyway, over to you. Sorry, your cousins, and I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, just like the family, like did like a lot of insane. I mean, so Tr's son Kermit, who's like the line I'm descended from, he was like, you know, he was served in the war. He actually like took the first photo of an elephant that made its way to North America. That's like crazy. TR and his son Kermit went on like an elephant hunt in Africa. And I, there was like, the, there's like the whole natural history museum where you have the statue mm-hmm. of TR that's no longer there. And it was like all because like, you know, he, he like went to Africa and he found like the first, you know, instances of these animals and brought them back to, to America and he had wow. pictures and he had you know photographs and all of that. Uh, and and uh, Kermit like shot himself in Alaska uh, serving oh uh, in the war a, a couple of years after that. Um, and his son, Kermit the Second, like installed the Shah of Iran. <laughs> so there's a lot of like, yeah, they did a lot of things. Uh, some of them cool, some of them not so cool. Uh, Tr, actually, we had Cornell West speak uh, mm-hmm. on campus uh, a couple weeks ago, and he did a long. He spent like five minutes on Tr, and the entire time, my entire row was looking at me. Wow. And he was like, Tr, what a what a cool guy, what an evil imperialist, but what a cool guy, and like <laughs> totally as a Puerto Rican, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it's tough. It's complicated. Yeah, it's yeah, no. It well, what are your, I mean, you mentioned In the Heights. What are your thoughts on In the Heights as a Puerto Rican? I haven't seen it. You haven't? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Greg. Oh, was Greg? Who's, shout out, Greg. Greg was the guy. Apologize oh, to Lin-Manuel well, Miranda. Uh, right now, he listens yeah. to this. <laughs> no. Greg, if you are listening to this, I'm so sorry. Sorry, Greg. I'm sorry, too, Greg. Yeah. I haven't watched it either. So, for being such a young um, elected official, you received a lot of immediate, a lot yeah. of media attention. Um, like looking up your name, we have articles from People Magazine online, the Washington, the Wash. How do you say Washingtonian. that? Washingtonian. The Washingtonian. Why is it so hard? The Washington. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I don't know. I've been saying it my whole Be life. Like people, from, people from DC are Washingtonians. Um, well, because I want to say like Washington. Ian. Anyway, NBC Washington and Yahoo News. So what was that like receiving so much media coverage? Again, like going back to like the Roosevelt thing, like I do not think I would have received that coverage if I wasn't. Mm. Like it's le- read the names of those articles. Oh, TR's great, great, great grandson yeah, is an ANC. True. Like I might have gotten like one, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, yeah, it, it absolutely plays into literally everything I do. Um, but it was overwhelming. Um, there are some pictures that they used that I realize in hindsight are not great pictures, and I was called inbred on Twitter for a little bit. Oh, <laughs> oh my is, god! Like Eleanor Roosevelt's last name was Roosevelt before she married FDR. That's not the line I'm descended from, but there is a little bit of that in the family. Oh, um, wow. and so like that was not good. Uh, that would that did not feel great. And then there's also like you know he's this. Priv- 
privileged guy. Like, what does he know about our city? What does he know about his neighborhood? Like, has he ever worked a day in his life? Some guy on Reddit was like, I bet his mom's going to answer all his emails. And then some other guy replied to him with my mom's obituary. <laughs> it was just, it was a, a lot of wow. funny stuff going on. Sometimes you just have to turn off your phone. Like, yeah, I wouldn't be on any yeah, of so like, all, of, all in January when all the articles are coming out. Like, I got a lot of like very cool stuff, but there's also a lot of bad stuff. Oh my god! Well, I mean, my words don't mean anything, but I'm very sorry to hear. Sorry. That. I mean, That's again, horrible. like you take the good with the bad. Like yeah. overall, pretty cool. Um, and so you're also an advisory board member for Leaders We Deserve, a grassroots organization dedicated to electing young progressives to Congress and state leg legislatures across the country to help defeat the far-right agenda and advance a progressive vision for the future. Why are you so drawn to the mission of the organization? I mean, I, like, as a young person, so... I don't know. I don't know if you really... Read, like, the mission statement, basically, is we're trying to elect people who are under... It's under 25 to state legislatures mm -hmm. uh, across the country, especially like state legislatures in swing states like Virginia or Texas and uh, people who are under 30 to Congress. Mm -hmm. And so actually maybe it's under 30 state legislatures, under 35 Congress, because there is a woman where actually, no, I can't, I can't say anything. But yeah, <laughs> okay. we, we have like an endorsement coming out at mm -hmm. some point and I think she may be over 30. Um, but but yeah, I'm very committed to the idea of like young people serving in office because I mean, if you look at our country right now, it's a little bit out of balance given how much, how much like space in the population we take up and how much representation in you know higher levels of government we actually have. Mm -hmm. And so like I'm very committed to like bringing young people's perspectives, even if I don't like entirely agree with them, just to have people who are mm -hmm. my age and who have you know similar experiences to me, like growing up with like a school shooting drill in your school. They've never people who are 50 yeah. years old, they've never had to do that in their lives. Mm -hmm. They don't understand like the toll that like the gun violence epidemic takes on us. They don't understand the like issues with social media. They don't understand our views on a lot of things. And I think, you know, having people who are our age like could very much help them understand and help, you know, our voices be heard at, yeah. at all these levels of government. Is there one person you work with through Leaders We Deserve that you particularly admire? So I was like I was like picked up for it by David Hogg. Who is uh, oh, the guy right. who yeah. he was? Yeah, he was at Parkland. Yeah, he was at Parkland. Okay. He started this thing called March for Our Lives, mm -hmm. uh, which was uh, very big and still is very yeah. big. Um, and so, like, I bumped into him at a conference, and he was like, "You should come join." We talked wow. on Twitter for a mm -hmm. while, and he was like, and when, "When he followed me on Twitter, I was like, this is the coolest thing ever." Uh, he was a big supporter of my campaign. He donated. He like wow. he oh. was just really awesome. awesome. Um, and so, like, I really like admire his commitment to everything. He's mm -hmm. just really on top of his stuff. He just graduated from Harvard and he moved back to D he moved to DC, and so now uh, I, I met meet up. With them for lunch sometimes he's just Aww. so he'll call me out of the blue and like when I, no matter what I'm doing if I'm working on my R2 I don't care if David Hogg's calling me I'm picking up because it's something interesting it's something cool and he just needs to know that I'm there like as a board member if he needs help with stuff and so yeah. I've like been advising him on some stuff there's also uh, uh, Maxwell Frost who was elected mm -hmm. to Congress from Florida he's amazing I love talking to him uh, he's just so incredibly cool how old is he? <sighs> he is well, minimum age for Congress is 25, right? Uh, so I, I think he's like 26 or something. Wow. But yeah, he's a first-gen mm. C member of Congress. Wow, okay. Which is that's sick. that's yeah. crazy. Um, and so you come from a political family. You're involved in politics now. Do you want to continue to be involved in politics? I'd, I'd say so. I'm not sure in what role. My, I like... I would love to be in Congress, but I'm in a place where no matter what, I mean, unless the tide changes incredibly quickly, like I'm never going to be able to be a congressman from where I live. 
Uh, we have oh. no congressional representation. We have no senators. Uh, we have one non-voting member, and she can vote in committee when Democrats are in power only. And otherwise, like right. she really can just be cons- a constituent services person, and it's really a shame. So uh, maybe if I like move to New York or stay in New Jersey, I doubt I'm staying in New Jersey, but we'll see. <laughs> uh, I kind of want to like go to you know like. Uh, both uh, TR and FDR went to Columbia Law School and okay. then dropped out to run for, for stuff. So maybe I'll go do that. Do you think you'll drop out of Princeton? What? You think you'll drop out of Princeton? No, Columbia Law. I'm going to finish my paper. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I put too much too much pain over the past two months to drop. At this point, <laughs> like, some Into cost. writing some? Uh, yes. I, <laughs> some cost. Please. Oh, man. Get me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I just have one quick question about, we t- you t- everybody asks about your last name, but what about your first name and your middle name? Good. What are, what are the... Um, well, is, is Cologne your middle name, or it's like... No, so Cologne... I have two oh, last names. Two last My oh, dad is Puerto it, Rican, so... Uh, so I get both last names, which like if okay. I didn't have the Roosevelt last name, I don't know. Like my dad was in Puerto Rican, I don't know what would happen to me. Wait, wait, um, is that a Puerto Rican? It's a, it's a Hispanic thing. That's how you oh. end up with people whose last name are like Alvarez, Jimenez, Rodriguez. Like oh. they just sort of add last names. Right. It's it's yeah. Usually you only take the mom and the dad's last name, but a lot of people will just add and add and add. So why was Roosevelt put after Cologne? It's just usually it's like a patriarchy thing. Like the the, the dad's last name goes first. Okay, I see. Mm-hmm. And I so see. my middle name's Alexander. I don't know, just my dad's middle name. Okay. Uh, my first name is Quentin. Yes, you all know. Yes. yes. Um, <laughs> TR had a son named Quentin uh, who was It's shot. so interesting you call him TR. I don't I'm know. Sorry, Teddy. I don't no, know. No, 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 Theodore no, 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 Roosevelt. Say, say no, great, t- great, no, great, great, no, great. TR is great. I mean, just... Did your like, teachers not call him TR? No. No. Really? No. That's cute. But you call, you call FDR FDR. True. Yes. Why, well, why can't he get initials too? Can we just say tr? There are uh, people who have taken to calling me QCR at the school. Have they really? Yes. Uh, How do you feel about that? It's a distribution requirement that I <laughs> really true. don't want to get. So, um, but oh, back to, yeah. So TR had a son named Quentin. He dropped out of Harvard to, uh, TR, like, he was big into war. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he was, uh, I'm, like, I agree with, like, the U.S. should have gotten into World War One earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a big thing against Wilson for him. That's, like, that was, that was like his major like p- like point of issue with him, uh, mm-hmm. and, and I agree with that. But like the issues when you talk about like the good fight and war and fighting off you know, you know pe- pe- uh, fighting off Europe and like you know sa- saving the, mm-hmm. like the West and stuff as we did in World War One and World War Two. Um, but at, at, when you talk about that, you sort of leave an impression to your children that they should go fight, and unfortunately, mm-hmm. that's why like a lot of his children died in World I War One and World War Two, uh, and so Quentin dropped out of Harvard to go be an Air Force pilot in World wow. War One, and he was shot down at like twenty years old or so over oh over uh, France uh, by German pilots, and so like he never had kids. So like. Other like ver- other people in my family like there's Theodore Roosevelt the seventh and my cousin Kermit Roosevelt the fifth mm. and like it just goes but Quentin there are none of them so uh, there's like Qu- Quentin's every now and then uh, I see. it's a really cool name I like it yeah. it's all right it's grown on me when I was young Kermit's- I did not. Like it. Why did you not like it? I don't know. It's just too weird. There were like five Maxes in my class. I wish I was a Max. You want to be? You want to be <laughs> a guy with everyone else's name? A streaming service. As an no, Emily, I, mean, I never <laughs> wanted that. I always yeah. wanted to have the different name. I guess. So- I guess. As I'm, a Sophia, I feel. Yeah. My older oh, yeah. sister's like name Sophia. You both, girl. Your sister's name. My Sophia? sister's name Sophia. Shout out Sophia. It's a very, very nice name. Thank you. I like I the ph time. spelling too. I think it might be time to to swivel to political trivia. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, <laughs> wait, much, I'm so excited. How much does Quentin know? Oh, this could be so Emily, embarrassing. take it away. Please. Here we go. What is the capital city of Australia? <laughs> That's not American, but it's Canberra. Right? Wow. wow. Good work, good work. Um, okay, I'll take the next one. Which European country is not a member of the European Union? Oh, uh, well, the UK. <laughs> 
That's true. You well, yeah, Angie, I guess so. Angie got us there. So, but chat, also another so, one. <laughs> um, I mean, you're counting like all. I, I mean, I assume there are more than. Yeah. It rhymes with Shoreway. Is Norway really not a member of the EU? Yeah, it's not. I didn't not. know that. Yeah, it's not. That's crazy. <laughs> the more you know. See, the I'm learning you know. so much. What is, the the name? what is the name of the official residence and workplace? Oh, no. This is a hard one. The President of the United States. What? This is a hard one. You got it. The White House. That's yes. True. Wow. Yes, that's, that's correct. True. That's so that true. One, oh, my that gosh. The White House. <laughs> Casablanca. Casablanca. <laughs> And for our next one, who is Liechtenstein's current prime minister? Oh. <laughs> I like uh, there's the Liechtenstein Institute here. Or that's whatever. true. Yeah, that's correct. That, that wasn't my question. Sure. I, I, there's no. I, uh, Daniel Rich. And how Rish? do you feel about the drama with him right yeah, now? Good question. He accidentally sent promiscuous photos to his government members. Are you kidding? His member to his government members. He should come to America. I mean, it would be normal here. I know. What's his name? What is the guy's name? The Anthony Weiner. Weiner. Anthony. Weiner. Anthony Weiner. I need to tell you guys a secret. I need to tell you guys a secret. Tell us a secret. I need to tell you guys a secret. Uh, Daniel Reese didn't do that. I made it up, and Sophia and I knew it, and we didn't tell Simon. <laughs> and now Simon, <laughs> Simon, you look like an idiot. And you look so stupid. I got punked. You got punked. Oh, man. I got punked. He just reads off the script. Yeah. <laughs> he just <laughs> read it like it was no one's business. He reads right off the script. The presentation was supposed to be a lot more different of that, but you just kind of cut me off there. So. Yeah. We need to let well, we Emily speak. We have a show speak. to run, okay? We need to let Emily speak. Yeah, okay, you, you want to do it again? Let's redo it. Ask the question. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing Stopping that. out. Oh, well. Message in a bottle. Message in a bottle. Final, okay. okay. Final segment. We also have a segment um, where at the end of every show, we ask the guest to leave a question for the next guest, and they don't know who the next guest is going to be. Um, so the message left by the last person in the podcast bottle is, assuming there are tunnels under this campus, what would you find in the tunnels? There are tunnels under this campus, right? Oh yeah, like, I know. I know of some. I <laughs> like mean, other tunnels. I mean, like a community of tunnels. <laughs> like are a, there ca- not like catacombs? Like, like if there catacombs. were catacombs, which there are. I built them. If there were catacombs, what would we find under? Yeah, what, what are in the cat- catacombs? Maybe quarter? that's where all the like Adderall comes from. Oh, um, maybe the Adderall yeah. epidemic. That was is from that's the an interesting. Or maybe there's a secret thirteenth uh, eating club. Oh. You know how they have those like they have like those people who like live in the catacombs in France. Maybe there's a whole underground student network here. Emily's all about. Oh, the I know about that. In the catacombs oh, in I know about that. Well, I know who who wants to bicker the tunnels with me? I would. I would bicker. Do a sign on. I don't think. You think it's sign in? Oh, I don't want to go then. If it's not selected, both of my parents were in terrace. I'm not. I'm not like that. I swear. Oh no. Okay. Wow. Wait, Terrace is great. Did your parents meet at Princeton? Yes. Oh wow. Wait. Why do you like Terrace? Why do why do I like Terrace? Why do you not like it? No, I do like Terrace. No, I I was saying saying I like Terrace. Yes. I'm not like Terrace. No, no, I'm not like I'm not like a I'm not like I won't go to sign in. Oh, I'll be joined Terrace. Like. Wait, what? Where? How did your parents meet? They met actually because they had. Like the year my mom was, the year my parents came, 
uh, they're class of 92, so I guess like 88. Mm-hmm. 87, they established a share program, actually. Okay. Um, and they cut down, they had two share counselors. And the first year they were here, they cut it down to one share counselor. Wow. Oh and my, my mom was holding a sit-in in the president's office in Nassau Hall. Same. And that that is where my parents met. Oh, uh, Just my to, to try awesome. to get the share counselor Gosh. back. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Activism really, is... Look at that. Yeah. Wait, and, and, SJW is in my blood. Yeah. <laughs> and, your da- and your dad, your dad showed up, like... At yes. the sit-in? Yeah. Okay, to also sit-in. Uh, I'm, I'm re- Did he I'm care really... about the cause, or was he just trying to... Yeah, like... I don't know. I know he met her there, so he didn't know. Oh, okay. Mm. I, I assume he did care at least a little bit about the cause. <laughs> but, but, like, you know, when you're at Princeton, there are all these events going on. Sometimes you show up to things that you're not really interested in. So I don't know what his intentions were. Maybe I need to ask him. So we yeah. really need to get your dad's advice on how to meet people at Princeton. Yeah, yeah I mean, he did should. it. Yeah, he did it. Does he have any advice? Isn't there like so, a, some statistic that like seventy percent of Princeton yeah. alumni marry each other? And I'm, I'm like, really? It, it makes me stressed because that like, high? It hasn't happened to me. It, it, it's, it's more stressful because I don't want to marry anyone here. That's true. I don't want to be. I don't want to be in that seventy percent. I don't think. You don't want to. I don't know. The people here are scary. I'm not like other people, so I wouldn't be surprised if I was in the thirty percent. Wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, what is your question for our next guest? Ooh. Um. As a freshman, mm-hmm. I could use or a frosh. I, I actually got, I was taking like a loaner from OIT and like I was lectured for saying freshman there. Like we use first year or frosh here actually. Oh. I'm like, I'm sorry, whatever. A, a frosh on campus. Um, I, I understand like the more inclusive language. I'm not, it's just a funny incident. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm not conservative or reactionary, I swear. Um, but I, I don't know, like I could use a lot of advice with a lot of things. So what's like, what's just a piece of principle socially, academically, like, some of the frosh are better at hiding that they're not doing well than others. I'm not one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am struggling here, and I could use if your next guest is not a frosh, I could, or even is a frosh who's just had a better experience than me. Like, awesome. we we could take some advice. Just yeah. just give it to mm-hmm. us. Maybe uh, maybe that'll make a more frosh watch the listen to the Bechdel test. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I yeah. think I think it's good to be vocal about being on the struggle bus. Yeah, especially yeah. here. Yeah, especially, especially here. And I think I do think people at Princeton are more vocal about it than elsewhere well they're also struggling a lot more than that's elsewhere that's true I think. yeah that's true, true. Yeah. princeton's hard yeah, this is so true okay quentin well that's our time but it has true. been so lovely that's having good. you on yes. qcr how do you feel about uh people calling you that? my like fifth grade science teacher called me that like really? I mean, that's like it was just i don't know i don't know why he was very cool but like oh, it was okay. like so now that people are calling me again it's like taking me back to like back. public charter school days in downtown oh, dc yeah. in chinatown um, <laughs> wow. but, but yeah, I don't know. I'd, I'd rather just be Quentin. Okay. Quentin. There's another Quentin in the class, though. So no way. There is a differentiation. But like when people are talking about Quentin, it's usually me. I'm like sort of everywhere. Whoa. <laughs> Other Quentin, how do you feel about that No hate, no hate. He's a really nice guy. He's very chill. He's but like, there can only be one. He's We're one of my best friends' roommates. I, I feel bad because I actually, you know how you can do the alias thing with your emails? Yeah. I like took Quentin at Princeton.edu. You have Quentin I at Princeton.edu? Wow. Wow. Princeton. That's awesome, actually. Send me your dating applications. Send me whatever. That's awesome. Quentin at Princeton.edu. <laughs> I'm Sophia Shep at Princeton.edu. Also, you can send your dating applications this way. And mine is ED3574. Take one. Chickenfinger36 at Princeton.edu. That was a really good one. Simon. Thank you. That was awesome. I loved it. Um, well, Quentin, it has been a pleasure chatting with you today. Um, thank you so much for coming on. Thank on you this for having me. Crazy Thursday night. Um, anyway, do you have anything to plug? Um, No, not really. <laughs> Twitter? Fall- 
at Q Cologne Roosevelt. Sure. Also email Instagram at same email thing. Follow uh, email me. Sure. I don't know. I get a lot of emails. I'm signed up for a lot of things. <laughs> I'm signed up for like my way of like staying in touch with with like DC back home is like I'm signed up for every listserv of every neighborhood in my ward. And most of the time, it's not like something that interests me. Most of the times, like people like I'm leaving a a, a pan out on my porch. Someone come take it. Um, and so like I get a lot of no oh. I don't usually need those so but like yeah I get a lot of those emails so he doesn't usually maybe need don't email pans, me if Sophia. you could forward that to me because I am looking for a pan you'd have to come down to DC but that's fine okay I'll do sure. it I'd make the trip <laughs> anything for a free pan anyway it's been lovely um, we love you guys we love give us you. a follow five stars us, leave a lovely review I love you all um, I love and you send all in those I love myself send in those apps we need them send in those apps all right, all right guys bye-bye. it's been real Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.